Welcome back to your Daily Dose, it's me, Nick. If you're on social media, you might be familiar with that dopamine rush you get when your post does well. It gets a lot of likes or comments from friends, or it goes viral, but in a good way. On this episode, Bob and I discuss how that works for professionals like journalists who are doing it to break the news. It's basically, who's on first? It wasn't Laurel and Hardy. It Abbott, was and Costello. Abbott and Costello. Um, I memorized that once. It was so good. It's it's just so clever and simple. Yeah, it's so much fun. And, and I believe that what's so funny about it is the reaction. It's really the frustration of Lou Costello. Yeah. Because because Abbott is the, always the straight man, right? But he's like, he's just explaining it. But Lou can't understand what's going on. And he's getting more and more frustrated as you go on. And we used to uh, use that as a training film at uh, Orlando Health. Uh, we did just to, talking about the power of clear communication. That's awesome. You know? and, but it's, guess what? It's five minutes. Everybody in the room laughs. And then you say, okay, so what's the basic message here? At some point, Lou should have said to, to Abbott, stop. I don't understand what you're saying. Please be more clear. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have made the whole thing a lot less funny. but It's significantly less funny. But uh, that reminded me real quick, uh, Stan Laurel of Laurel and Hardy. Um, Oliver Hardy passed away long before Stan did. Yeah. but I saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stan uh, continued. Like, he didn't want to do anything after. He didn't perform. He was invited to perform in a number of things. So obviously... There's a lot of comedians who he had affected and yeah. influenced and inspired. Um, and he was like, no, without Hardy, it's not it. But he kept his phone number in the phone book. And constantly people would reach out to him like budding comedians like Dick Van Dyke and others. Dick Van Dyke makes me think of him. Call and him like- and just be like, can I come over? Can we talk about comedy? He was like, yeah, come over. Aww. I'm like, that. I love that story about him. Sorry. So that's, even no, I love that. I think Abbott that's Costello. He's so because he's gracious and generous Ugh. with what he's got, and he was so very talented. So you know? so, but it's funny that you say that because I believe that Dick Van Dyke stole a number of his facial expressions. Oh yeah, when you see some of his clowning that yeah. Dick Van Dyke does in some of the roles that he plays, it's 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 all it's all Laurel. Yeah, Laurel, Stan Laurel, and Oliver Hardy. Oliver Hardy. Yeah. Oh, so the reason I wrote that. Oh yeah, yeah. Was not to bring up Stan Laurel. Okay. Uh, the reason I wrote that is because it is such a weird thing to be in the news industry um, yeah. in Orlando and during this time, right? Like during social media, because it's like breaking news is not what you think is breaking news anymore. Yeah. It's who's opening what when. And huh. trying to be the first to announce that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm kind of up against Brendan from Bungalower and the Orlando Weekly and these other things. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get the dopamine rush. Like, I posted something about a new Pizza Bruno location opening. So I was pretty <laughs> proud of myself. I went and got pictures and I talked to him beforehand. And I did a profile of the oven that he's going to get. Yeah, I don't know anything about Pizza Bruno. Have you ever eaten it? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, right. really good. And some of the differences between the two locations, because he doesn't want to do everything the same. He wants to do stuff different. Yeah, and he got like a lot of hits on for the community paper. And I'm like, nice. oh, okay, this is why people do it. It's that adrenaline rush. But at the same time, it's exhausting. Exhausting. It's a constant grind because it will be, never stop. Yeah. It's it's And you decide how into it you are, right? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's the differentiator for your media. Right is who gets there first gets 
much more credit, gets much more access, gets gets the scoop. I think um, it's it's just how much you're willing to invest in it. Because I, I wanted to be a, a, a cartoonist. Yeah. I decided I couldn't because... Like a political cartoonist yeah, or just yeah. in general? Okay. I, yeah. Well, I would I would have done political cartoons, but I would have also done a strip, yeah. something like that. And I worked up some... I mean, I've got dozens and dozens of old cartoons that are really not very good. Uh, but the reason I stopped wasn't because I wasn't very good. It was because... I couldn't stand having the constant draw of having to pay attention to everything for possible cartoons. And the same is true when you're working in you newspaper. Be, yeah. You've got to be paying attention to everything, but you've got the pressure of people. Like if I'm doing a cartoon, there aren't five other people competing to get that one cartoon out, right? <laughs> so, one would hope. Yeah, so you don't have to deal with that. I want to be the next Gary Larson or, yeah. or Dan Peraro. You know, those are my favorites. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I get that. I... Um, I think it is exciting and fun when you do it right, but it's also don't you feel like a a, a dip in your uh, in your adrenaline when they get it first? The and next thing, yeah, or like, the next thing comes out, and yeah, and you're like, oh, it didn't get as many hits. Oh, yeah. It's not even though we're the first with it, it's still not. Oh, it's not a new pizza place opening. I guess you hold cares. the standards. I've been I was away from social media so much when I was traveling. Yeah, because I just don't I don't announce it. I just go away because you know I, I have people taking care of my house and my pets, but. Uh, you just don't like to let people know when you're just not going to be. I don't known. like social media. We've talked about this. I don't like social media for for personal stuff. Yeah, I just don't put it on there. Yeah, see, and I I put everything on there. I put yeah. business. I put. But what I found when I came back is at first I didn't want to do anything on it. I just didn't want to, you know. And then I posted a, a few pictures of the trip, and you start getting that love coming through again. I just posted a picture of a drawing that's on my easel. Yeah, I got a bunch of hits, and it was just like. That feels really lovely again. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of wavering between ambivalence towards social media right now, and maybe I want to do a little bit necessary more evil, but not yeah. only to promote stuff that you're doing, but also because it feels it's, good. It's a nice thing. And, and uh, I, I am obviously I'm much more self-revelatory than you are. I even look at like um, what's the last thing that you loved on Facebook where you clicked a heart instead of I a thumbs up? You've never not never. a single thing. Yeah. I no. don't think I don't you're know. right. I think, it's I think you might have done it for something I've done. Consistency thing. Yeah. Well, I, I I look at it this way. I just, I'm funneling my mic. I I look at it this way. Did I do something for yours? No, I, I did this. I no, just, no, no, no. Oh, a love yeah. thing. Like, did oh, I, love I think something? you did. I think you did at one point. Okay. Uh, but I think I would. I think it was maybe because you were chiding me for not doing it, it and so been. I did it once, <laughs> and I'm like, ah. And I, as you know, I'm the overlover. I'm the guy that loves things too much. But screw that. I'm, I'm yeah. that guy. That's exactly how I feel about it. And I do. I love like when I post something about Patty, and then people say such nice things about her. I love that. And so I, you know, I do. I do love a lot. But I, I do think. Um, I think Mark Fried is the same way. Actually, he does. I very rarely see him love something. Yeah. Online. I'm saving it all up. Yeah, I guess. And then well, I just look at it this way though. It's it's not a limited resource. Oh, I think it's, it is. It's not. Yeah. It I only be. have about uh, 18% <laughs> left in the tank. And then I'm donezo. My, my tour leader, just you reminded me of a joke that she shared. She said, hey, look, I started with nothing, literally started with nothing, and I still have most of it. <laughs> Hi, gang. It's Bob. I have some good advice to cap off this episode. Don't be stingy with your love. If you love it, do it. If you feel it, say it and show it. Love is an infinite resource that grows as we share it. So share it with abandon. And learn to receive it with an open heart when it's shined your way. Not from a stalker or a waiter on a bus, but from the people you care about in your life. 
This is good advice, my friends. Try it out and let us know how it goes. That does it for this episode of The Dose. We'll catch you next time.